0: Nobody brings Philadelphia fans closer together like the Green Legion. From tailgates in South Philly to invading enemy territory, this
1: group is home to the true Philadelphia sports fan. Now, their party
0: hits the airwaves. Quimby, Michael Diaz, Chris Sacks, Slash, Super Sam, and legendary wide receiver Irving Fryer. Always keep the conversation going. So crack a beer. Take a shot.
1: And join the virtual tailgate now on Green Legion Radio. Uh, I wish I had the opportunity to just cuss one time on live radio. (laughs) I won't do it. That was freaking awesome! (laughs) Wow. Hold on a second. Today... Are you excited? I am really excited, sir. Uh, It's game day, baby, but it's a different game day. (laughs) Woo! It is a whole new game day. Everybody remember this While you are in the stadium or you are here or wherever you are Do not lose your energy Do not allow all 14 Chiefs fans in the stadium to be louder than you Bring this there is no better home field advantage than philadelphia eagles fans and you remind the freaking world today
2: barrett i think he's going to have a heart attack oh
1: man i've had three little ones already (laughs) everybody welcome to green legion radio fox sports pregame show here on 102.5 fm philadelphia on iheart radio station Brought to you by Live Casino in South Philadelphia. Join us every Tuesday during the season for the Player Show. Make sure you download the iHeartRadio app and rate, review, download, and subscribe to Green Legion Radio. So not only do you get our show, you get the Right on Cue show, you get the Friar Place, you get everything that we have going on. We have a hell of a show today. It might sound a bit unorganized because, well, we're a bit unorganized today. All right but stick with us because we've got Barrett Brooks here, we've got Irving Fryer. Joining us in a little while will be Governor Josh Shapiro. All right. By the way, let's give it up first of all for my co-host from Nebraska. 17 years in the NFL. Number one pick. Number one overall pick in 1984.
2: Long time ago when dinosaurs roamed the earth. The
1: The Reverend, the doctor,
2: Mr. Irving Fryer. My God. All right. We all bleak. We got to do it. I'm
3: sorry.
1: And one of the best offensive linemen to suit up in an Eagles uniform from Kansas State. Everybody, your favorite, Mr. Barrett Brooks. Barrett Brooks in the house. Woo! Double B. Let's go. I'm not quite sure number 36 is going to have time to get up there with us, but give it up one more time for Brian Westbrook, everybody.
0: by the way
1: this is how we do this is how you have a super bowl party yeah yeah this is great this is what's up and by the way let's not forget everybody working here at salt that's making sure you don't have a line at the bar right now your food is excellent and hot all the servers running around giving mick ultra bud light budweiser's and house margaritas this place
0: is a well-oiled taco machine baby great place great place great food drake great, great drinks great fans
1: let's go baby let's do it everybody the show's brought to you by bud light bud light seltzer and Michelob ultra stateside vodka and stateside bourbon diaz <laughs> dave babuso state farm in <laughs> williamstown new jersey barrett doesn't know about that yeah it's okay <laughs> Greater Philadelphia Health Action, Bucks County Baseball Company, Premier Window Cleaning, We Hate Dirty windows.com The Ludlum Bar and Grill in Sea Isle City, formerly La Costa, the beautiful ladies at Cheerleaders, Echelon Health and Fitness, and of course our newest sponsor, E&J Mobile Cigar Lounge. Everybody check them out on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram, EJ Mobile Cigar
2: Lounge. All right, you guys. This is a show we haven't had before. It's, yeah. This Her, is new, we, This we, is new, but it's great energy. Um, man, it's going to be exciting this I, evening after the Eagles win and they become Super Bowl champions. Yes, sir. You, you, you will get no
1: predictions from me, but I want to talk to you guys right now because both of you have played in a Super Bowl. And I, I want to know, I, what are, what are players? You know what they want to know. What are players doing right now? What are they doing to keep their, their, their intensity up but their stress down? <laughs> uh, what rituals are you going through? What did you do, Barrett, before you went to the Super Bowl with the Steelers? Irv, what did you do when you went to the Super Bowl with the Patriots? Talk about that. Either one of you, please. Go ahead, B. You go first.
0: Well, right now, you know, right now they're trying to keep their composure going through mental gymnastics what they're going to feel they're probably going to go through their head what they are doing out there on the field already they can picture the catches they can visualize the blocks they can visualize the throws they can visualize backpedaling and picking someone off they're going through all those scenarios in their head on how they can go out and play the best game of their life that's where they are right now
2: And, and all the things that uh barrett is talking about is what they do players do on a weekly basis uh, this game, yes, is the Super Bowl, but I think it's most important, uh, with my experience in the Super Bowl, to keep things as normal as possible. I was about to ask you that.
1: Herb, would you say that they are just in their regular routine to not
2: make to not add any more pressure to themselves exactly anytime anytime there's change anytime there's something that doesn't uh fall within the routine or the system that you have in place it creates anxiety it creates creates frustration and that can literally lead to in the inability to play on the field i remember that's what happened with us in 1985 super bowl down in uh against the bears down in new orleans we put so much emphasis on how important the game was. By the time we started playing, we could not play. We were paralyzed emotionally and mentally and psychologically. And it therefore came and it produced uh, a physical paraly- you know, paralysis. Uh, and by the time we woke up, the game was over. Right. So, uh, so, yeah, they want to keep things as normal as possible. Here's, here's one of the things I want to uh, mention that the Eagles have done this week in regards to that. What they did was provided a plane for family members, wives and children and family members to come out to relieve some of that stress, some of that tension, some of that decision-making that the players have to do uh, during this two-week period of time. Because when you make it to the Super Bowl, People start showing up, they want tickets, family members are popping up and friends are popping up you haven't seen for years, and all of a sudden you gotta make all these choices and make all these decisions. The Eagles took that away from the players and took the onus of that by putting the family members on a plane, which I think was absolutely genius.
1: That's pretty genius. awesome, right? That's amazing. It was
0: absolutely genius. Because my family, what we had to go, what we had to do was we actually rented a 13 passenger van so all the family members could come up. You know, so I mean, it, that's I'm worrying about that. They're right. driving up. I'm worrying about the right. ticket. I'm worried about all this stuff. Yep. When you have a, when you have an owner that believes in the gold standard and and does th- something like that, that's just amazing. They didn't fly our family up, and I think of you know the, you know, the Rooneys are you know one of the best class acts as far as mm-hmm. owners. It just goes to show the level of respect that Mister, you know. That our owner, Mr. Lurie, has for his players and their family. I've never really heard of anything like that on any other no. team
2: ever before. Maybe teams will start. Maybe setting a standard that teams, when they get to the Super Bowl, to keep things as normal as possible to relieve some of that tension or stress but, or anxiety. But that, but that wouldn't be normal in a regular season game. No, it wouldn't be normal, but what you, now you don't have to deal with that. It, it takes them away from having to deal with that. Right, right, right. It negates that. Right. Or they have to deal with it now. That's now they're out of the norm. Now there's that anxiety. Now there's that frustration in having to deal with that part of the Super Bowl. Let's 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 address the
1: elephant in the room right now. Uh oh. All right. And by ele- elephant, I mean the colossal slob
3: Andy Reid. All right <laughs> he's not in the he room
1: everybody everybody i want to i want you to listen up everybody in here i want you to listen up i believe andy reed still owes us a super bowl <laughs> and
2: that payday is today so look can i ask you a question quimby so what is the dissension against andy what is, what is the what is the problem that you really have uh, where, with andy? where where do you want me to start what wasn't isn't he one of the best coaches to ever coach the philadelphia he's, eagles he's one of he's one of the
1: great greatest openers not one of the greatest <laughs> closers he's your boy that can walk up to a girl uh, a group of girls that are six or eight strong and doesn't give a damn about what he says and breaks the ice but he's not taking any one of them home <laughs> That's Andy Reid. He's been to how many Super Bowls now? He's been to a lot of Super Bowls.
2: Seven? Yeah. He's coached
1: in four. Four. He's been the head coach of four. Four. All right, he's won one. How many conference championship games has he been to? Well, he's been to a lot of them in order to get to the Super Bowl. About, about ten. Seven?
0: Goal? Seven, eight? About ten. I think about ten. did yeah. like six times here. He's done it the last four years here. Listen,
2: listen. He's a great coach. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this to you, and yes... I, I, I can, you know, if you have a problem with him and his coaching and his ability to coach, then okay. But understand yes, this: yes, I have a problem. The players oh. play the game, players get coaches hired, and players get coaches fired. Ah, da. Yes, the players are the ones that go he can coach them, he can he can get them ready, and you have to give him credit for him, you know, getting his team to all the NFC the conference championships and the Super Bowls. That means that he is a good coach. The players just didn't get it done when it was most important.
0: Barrett, how do you feel about that? He agrees. (laughs) Barrett agrees. You know what? I mean at the end of the day. You see what Nick Sirianni has, the guys he has in that locker room. Like, I'm not going to say anything about Andy Reid. I'm talking about our team because right now we have the best team in the NFL. Right. And they're going to have to play like it. Yes, coaches coach. But at the end of the day, the talent on the field is what's going to win the game. Patrick Mahomes can only do what his body allows him to do. And he won't be able to do because of what Hassan Reddick is going to have his body doing. Beating him up, whooping his ass. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, whooping his tail. No, go
1: ahead.
0: That's what I'm talking about. I'm sorry, Barrett. You have complete autonomy
1: to
2: say whooping (laughs) his (laughs) ass. Go ahead. But that's that's what it's all about. That's going to be an interesting uh, matchup. Andrew Wiley, the right tackle, and uh, Hassan Reddick. Absolutely, they're going to have to give uh, Andrew some help. He's giving up nine sacks this year. So, uh, and Hassan Reddick is the sack king. So um, that's going to be interesting. To watch that to see if they actually give him help. The back's coming out of the backfield, chipping, trying to help Wally out uh, in his dealings with Hassan. Hey, real quick,
1: Brian Westbrook. Somebody tap Brian and tell him to look up here. Tap him. Brian. Right here. Just want you to listen real quick. Jansen, do it. Jeff Eagles will kick.
0: And you know it'll be a directional... Pick attempt, bounces at the 21 and picked up by Westbrook, Westbrook on the return, here comes Westbrook, he's got a lead, here comes Westbrook, he gets by, Brian Westbrook going all right the
1: way, touchdown, Eagles. he goes, You know that game, that was against the Giants, they were down 10-3, Westbrook comes, and runs that one back. Everybody's losing their mind. I was in Cancun, Mexico.
2: (laughs) Thanks for for telling us that.
1: And I was literally screaming at every Giants fan in that bar watching that game with us. And we wound up winning that game 13 to 10. (laughs) B. West, thank you for the memories, sir. Amazing. Um, Whatever you're trying to do, don't. (laughs) Okay. Quimby's being attacked. We're getting attacked over here. All right, so, question for you because I, I... Barrett, you're probably closest to this situation. Uh, The leader in this locker room for the last six or seven years has been Brandon Graham. It's been BG. Do you feel like Jalen Hurts has stepped up into that role at this point? Because it seems as though... It seems as though BG was a little happy to maybe take some of that pressure off his shoulders and give it to a younger guy.
0: Let them feed off of his energy as well. Um, you know what, I, I really think that it wasn't something that BG gave Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts earned that. Jalen Hurts came in as a rookie, and he could almost feel what was oozing off of him. And that's his, that's why, you know, Carson Wentz got a little nervous and is now gone and, and, and out of this Eagles organization. He saw how much people started gravitating towards Jalen Hurts. He felt that he was losing the team to Jalen Hurts. Also, Jalen Hurst showed the capacity to get better every single time he was on the field, in the weight room, in a meeting room. That's how Jalen Hurst did it. He did it the hard way with hard work. So he earned every little respect and every little nod from all those guys in that locker room, from even the, even the uh
2: coaches. And I, I believe that's when you think about NFL team, um when you think of the leader of the team. In most cases, teams that are successful, the leader of that team is the quarterback. He steps up, he plays, he's responsible, he produces, he makes everybody on that team better, including the defense, because the offense scores points and puts the defense in a good position to be able to defend rather than being behind trying to defend. So, um, he, like Barrett said, Jalen didn't, or Brandon didn't relinquish that spot Jalen walked into that spot and earned it and took it upon himself and he is the true leader of this team Now Brandon Graham just plays second fiddle. He just chimes in. He just supports
0: the leader of the team And that's just not just him. That's Fletcher Cox. Right. That's I mean that's 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 Kelsey Kelsey Lane all those guys right now look at him as the inspirational leader. He doesn't get too high He doesn't get too low. He's that common spirit not just in the locker room, but out there on the field he gives them a sense of, all right, we're never out of any circumstance, because he truly feels he can do it. He can, he can bring anybody back. He can get a lead. He can, you know, will this team uh, into a Super Bowl win. Remember, you guys remember
1: about a year ago when we wondered whether or not Jalen Hurts could actually throw the ball?
2: Right. Wow. Don't what? say we. <laughs> don't say we. Don't include me in there. What a difference you, you never the year makes, me. right? Yeah. What a difference. And that, that was the best part of this year, I think. That about two, three-week period of time where people finally stopped questioning his ability to throw the ball. Uh, it was maybe about halfway through the season. But when people you started hearing the the, the the vernacular start change, starting to change from the question mark, can he do it, to yes. Yeah, he's the man. We don't have to worry about that anymore. What about this other position? What about the wide receivers? What about the defensive backs? The attention started being turned in other areas and paid to in other areas of the uh, of the team. Jalen is the man. He's going to be the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles for many years to come. Absolutely. He's getting ready to go. Being paid million dollars a year, for fifty million dollars a year. Yeah, he is.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Things are
2: about to get real good for that young man. And, and and we're going to talk more about that when we come back from break. Don't
1: hang out alone in the man cave for football this season. Try hanging out at cheerleaders with sexy entertainers, four dollar domestic beers, Tony Palmer Jameson specials, and awesome game day prizes during all Sunday and Monday football games. That's right, stop in before, during, or after the game, not only to see your favorite entertainers, but also your chance to win an awesome game day prize. The most epic game day experience is at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club, where champions play. Cheerleaders is open daily from noon until 2 a.m. Everybody, this is the Green Legion Radio Fox Sports pregame show on 102.5 FM Philadelphia, brought to you by Live Casino in South Philadelphia. We'll be back right after this. All right, everybody, Green Legion Radio Fox Sports pregame show here on one oh two point five FM Philadelphia. We're brought to you by EJ Mobile Cigar Lounge. We can be found on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at EJ Mobile Cigar Lounge. Their website is Lounge.com They'll come to you for any occasion at any event. The premier luxury mobile cigar and hookah lounge in Philadelphia. Text or call EJ at 215-806-3999. That's 215-806-3999. Everybody, we only have a couple more minutes with Barrett today. Everybody, Barrett, since we're not going to have you at the end of the show,
0: I want some predictions, baby. What do you think is going to happen today? Talk to me. I us. would just start off by giving you guys a score, but I owe you too much for that. What I'm gonna give you is a breakdown on how this Eagles are gonna lo- win this game and how the Chiefs are gonna get totally dominated. This game is one in the trenches. Break it down. We have the number one offensive line in the league and now the number one defensive line in the league. Pressure on Patrick Mahomes, make him become human. That's how we win on the defensive side of the ball. And we're just gonna pound, pound, and Sanders was gonna Sanders was gonna run for about 120 yards. And that's how we'll win the game. Total domination in the trenches. Birds win 26-20. And at no time should we fear the Kansas City Chiefs. Break it down. Break it down. And, it, down. It. Yeah. and, and, and it
2: has been broken down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what's happening, baby. Let's
1: go. Everybody, Barrett's got to get out of here. But I want you to give him a big chant before he goes. Everybody for Barrett. Come on. E- oh. and- He's gonna walk slow out of here. Maybe get a few photos with him, you guys. We appreciate Barrett Brooks stopping in and joining us, everybody. You guys, it's the Doctor and the Reverend
2: and myself from here on. Just the two of us. Just just the two of us. (laughs) We We can can make make it it
1: if we try. try. Yeah, just Just the two two of us. us. You And and I, as long as as long as Jansen doesn't start singing Goo Goo Dolls, we're good to go. No,
2: don't play it either.
1: Here it comes, you know, you know, you give him
2: too much power when you do that, you know Defense you talked about Barrett talked about, you know, the game plan and book it down and what the outcome will be in his mind uh, Today same outcome. I agree the Eagles will win this game, but I believe that the Eagles will win because of defense The defensive side of the ball is what's going to win this game. You've heard it before uh, If you haven't I'm going to say it now Defense wins championships. Defense wins Super Bowls. I'll give you a statistic a little bit later on. I know you're getting ready to say something, so I want to give you some stats about defenses and what they've done in the past in the Super Bowls. Say that again. I'll give you some stats in a little uh, bit. Mr. Moore keeps bothering me. Mr. Over Moore, here, yeah. Mr. Moore, can you bother him some more? <laughs> hey, let's
1: let's let's get into a couple of matchup situations yep. that we want to talk about. Before Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro joins us. Oh. Jackie, I got my eyes on you. We're ready for him. I have a
2: couple of difficult questions for him. Yeah, I've got some questions from you some, are some not of the Pennsylvania allowed. constituents as well. You are not allowed. i got a whole list here. You are not allowed. I can't ask any of these no. questions.
1: Why not? Are they football related? No. Er.
2: Let me see that piece of paper. No. <laughs> these are not from us. These are from some of the... Somebody gave that to you. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, anybody, just so everybody this knows, will this will be the last show that Irving Fryer co-hosts <laughs> with us on Green Legion Radio. <laughs> I, want, uh, I want answers. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk the first matchup we wanted to get into. All right. All right? It's the Chiefs pass offense.
2: Versus the Eagles' pass defense, all right? Okay, the Chiefs' pass offense is the number one passing offense. Uh-oh, you know what, we might... We, we're, gonna hold, we're gonna hold off of this? We might, I don't know, do you see him coming up yeah, the steps? Yeah, on his way up. No, he's right there, he's right still down. He's taking pictures, All right. So no, let's get into it. Chiefs' pass offense yes. versus Eagles' pass defense, the, all right? The, the, the Chiefs' pass offense is the number one passing offense in the NFL. The Eagles' pass defense is the number one pass defense in the NFL. Now they're both in the Super Bowl. The last time the number one passing offense met the number one pass defense in the Super Bowl was Rich Gannon versus Tampa Bay, and then also Peyton Manning versus. Um, it was Seattle. Seattle yeah. kicked his butt, yeah. and defense won by thirty-one points. So total so, from both games. From both games, it was an average of thirty-one points. So if you take that statistic and you would apply it to this game the Eagles will be victorious by what I said because of defense Well, we all know defense wins Super Bowls defense wins games Defense wins games, but
1: it definitely wins Super Bowls Patrick Mahomes did not play Did not play on one leg in the AFC title game, but he certainly was impaired a bit because of that high ankle sprain Right. All right it reduces his mobility a little bit. He found a way to beat the Bengals anyway. All right, 2 weeks later. All right, Mahomes should be moving pretty pretty good and that's bad news for for the Eagles. It definitely is. Who are capable however of getting to any quarterback and dropping his ass pretty fast. All right.
2: <laughs> that's going to be Eagles, key today.
1: Eagles led the league with an incredible 70 sacks. 70, 70 sacks yep. when we led the league in sacks three years
2: ago it was 40 right well second place is the chiefs and they're 20 20 sacks behind right <laughs> sorry
1: no liquids on the table anyway we got we got we a need, lot going we need on some here.
2: security up here yeah, security we're good, yeah, we're good.
1: <laughs> isaiah yeah just <you> stay away we <laughs> yeah yeah anyway um, they had four players, the Eagles had four players with double digit sacks. Yeah, Governor, just feel free to step up to the mic, sir. Right. Yep, it's a little little crazy right now. Governor, there's a little flask of Jameson in that bag if you want to
3: hit it. Oh, uh, I don't know. It's a little early for that. <laughs> we got the Eagles fans here. There we go. Everybody, Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro. All right. Looks like Philly took over Arizona here, huh?
1: For the second time this year, sir.
3: I love it. You I know. love it. I'm Quimby. You know Irving Fryer. I do. What's up? Hey, Governor. How, how are you? Are you? Nice to meet you. You too. You my too. pleasure. My all pleasure. Right.
1: Listen, you guys, uh, we, we don't have Governor Shapiro for very long, but I have a couple important questions.
2: Go ahead. I'm not going to ask you any questions because I'm not allowed. Yeah, you're not allowed. I'm not allowed.
3: Irving, I'll take your questions. That's all Well, right. they
2: wouldn't be my questions, but we're going to...
3: We're, all right. We got, I, all I digress.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> so governor uh, politics is a pretty dangerous game these days all right you've got half the people that love you half the people that want to hang you
3: all right and I I, I I i like to think i got 51 percent that love me there you, you go. go yeah you do that's, that's why he's governor he won
1: <laughs> but sports sports pushes through it those does. boundaries it's something where regardless of what you do what your income level is what your color is what your religious beliefs are it it, it's all bypassed especially when you're an Eagles fan and I just want to know from you can we all agree on one thing Dallas sucks Dallas
3: sucks we should all agree on that yes there you go but no in all seriousness man sports brings us together I'm a huge sports fan and it makes you feel good Dallas sucks, there you go. (laughs) Dallas sucks!
1: Dallas sucks! It might not stop for a little while. Man,
3: it just, it brings people together. I'll tell you what's so big. My Lieutenant Governor is from Pittsburgh. Big Steelers fan. Even he's rocking an Eagles uh, hoodie today. Mr. Governor,
2: this is my wife, and she is a
3: Dallas fan. Oh, no. (laughs) She's wearing It's a Philly Thing she's shirt, got, she's, though. She got the Philly Thing she on today, She yeah. looks better than in that silver it's, and blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> believe me, that's
2: temporary, though. <laughs> so, Governor, I, I do have some
1: more questions. Tell, tell us what a victory for the Eagles would do for the
3: morale
1: of the state of Pennsylvania.
3: Man, it's what you were talking about before. It just spreads more love. It brings people together. And you know what? When we're lining Broad Street for a parade next week, we're going to have one of those, right? It'll be,
1: it'll be this week, sir, on Thursday. On Thursday, this
3: week. Folks don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat. They don't care about whether you're for this or for that. They just know it's all about love, coming together, supporting a great team, and supporting a great city. You know what else? An Eagles
1: victory means today. What's that? Ninety percent of government employees are going to be calling out sick tomorrow. (laughs) So I'll be working. I'll be working. I think I think you should. I think you should make a deal here. Go ahead. I think if the Eagles win, you should give all government employees tomorrow off.
3: Oh man, can you do that? I don't know that I have that power. I don't think I got that power. I think I might get in trouble for that.
2: We need to change some things.
3: I'll uh, we'll be working hard. By the way, you should know the building where a whole lot of state employees work. Our state capital. I lit it up green. We're ready nice, for a big Eagles nice, victory. That's awesome. Uh, your fondest memory as an
1: Eagles fan, prior to what you've seen this year, uh, or 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 the Super Bowl victory in 2018. Yeah. We already know that's that's you know tops for everybody, but something else before that
3: yeah i gotta tell you i mean look i grew up an eagles fan uh, along with philly sixers you know flyers a lot of heartbreak when i was growing up and and i guess the the thing i remember most is that feeling of optimism every spring training or preseason because we're believers in philly right and we love our teams and so even though we went through some struggles i was always on board i'm a little jealous of my kids who are here with us our four kids um, who have only seen great victories from our Philly team? Right. I mean, hell, we're in the World Series this year. We're in the Super Bowl. So my kids just think it's always been rosy, but it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Lean, we always had some lean years, and just the way we all stuck with it and always believed in Philly. That's that's so,
2: that's cool. So your favorite moment in Philadelphia? Football, I'm Philadelphia Eagles. Football wasn't that catch that I made against the. <laughs>
3: I mean, that was a hell of a catch. I'm just, yeah, I'm just. Joking. But no, probably not.
1: Everybody, this is Fox Sports Radio in Philadelphia, 102.5 FM, Philly. This is Irving Fryer Governor Josh Shapiro. I'm Quimby. We are in the middle of our second set here. It's Super Bowl Sunday, baby. Yes. Yeah. This is what you wait for all year, and in my lifetime has only happened four times. It's incredible so if you are not relishing in this moment as a fan as a person as a sports enthusiast man go to the bathroom and check yourself right now right. <laughs> because this is great time I mean this is a culmination of five months yep. six and a half months if you include spring or, or yeah. uh, camp uh-huh. cool training camp
3: It this is what we're here for and again you will be loud today he our, will be left. Our fans get it. I, I was talking to somebody who is from out of town who came to the... Um, That's a great shirt, the P- by the you way. You like that, right? Go Bird shirt. But I was talking Whoever to has that, we need to steal it off their we'll, car. Could you find we'll get, out their address? Small, small business in northeast Philly I got this shirt from. But I was talking to a fan who came in from another city to watch her team play at the link in, in Philly. And they were saying, your fans are just so unique. They come over to us. They curse at us. They scream at us. And then they tell us to have a great day. It's it's like an amazing spirit we have. Oxymoron. And I can feel it here in Arizona. I really can.
1: Well... We have tried to be nice to all 16 Chiefs fans that are here this week.
3: So. I definitely see more Eagles fans than Chiefs fans. Uh, there's 100,
1: 100. Governor, we appreciate you coming on the show. Is there anything else you want to talk about? You got the microphone right now. Anything
3: you want to say to these guys? Anything you want to say to everybody back in Philadelphia? No, I just want to say to everybody here, enjoy the game. Enjoy a game which, by the way, I think we're going to win 34-30. All right. High-scoring birds game. All right. Uh, and I like at the end of the end of the game, Jalen Hurts leading us to victory on that nice. final drive nice. 34 30 and everybody back in philly yo i just want you to have a great time be safe man stay off those bus no, depots I, hey, you I hear mind. you i hear you we're, we're just have a great time tonight after the victory we're a big proponent of
1: doing things right that's right party your ass off but don't put anybody especially yourself in danger
3: there you go that's be it good to yourself take it easy on law enforcement just have a great time stay tonight. off the polls that's awesome. <laughs> you heard it from Irving Price. Yeah, stay yeah. Off the <laughs> polls.
1: <laughs> governor, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show, sir.
3: Hey, great to be with you guys. Fly,
1: Eagles, fly. That's yes. it. Everybody for the governor.
2: E-A-G-L-E-S,
1: Eagles. Jansen, how much time do we have, sir? Keep up the good work, sir. God bless. You. Thank you, Irving. Yeah, Thank God you. God bless you. Uh, let's take a break, then, because we got a lot of matchups to get to when we come back. Uh, We're going to take a break right now. Everybody, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM Philadelphia. Brought to you by our friends at Live Casino in South Philadelphia. Irving Fryer and I are coming back to break down some matchups right after this.
0: The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance.
1: things any better right now just let that song play all right everybody green legion radio fox sports Pregame show here on 102.5 fm the gambler everybody this is quimby i am joined alongside my hostess with the mostest the Reverend, the doctor <laughs> You've never, i've never been called that before <laughs> That sounds kind of cute. Mr. (laughs) Irving Friar. Do not forget about Isaiah handling all of our media. My man. Serena, Judy, Steph, Captain, Summer. Great job. All working their asses off. Thank you, Judy. Appreciate it. How's B. West doing? Is he tired yet? He's probably left already. (laughs) You guys, it's been a hell of a show here. It's been a hell of a weekend. Uh, we've done everything from Shaq's Funhouse to Tim McGraw last night. Are you tired yet? I am
2: absolutely balls tired. Did, what time did you wake up this morning? Six. Well, first of all, what time did you go to bed last night I or don't, this morning? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was up at six. Yes. I, actually, I beat on, you. I was up at four. I, at, on, on, on days like today,
1: I, there's no sleep. Yeah. And yeah. The, one, Once I get up and start thinking about what exactly. I have to do, it's, exactly. it's all over. Yeah, you can't go back to sleep. Yeah. I'm the same way. So let's get into this uh, uh, this next matchup. Um, Mahomes' best player in the NFL and 2022, most valuable player. He led the league with 41 touchdown passes and 5,250 passing yards. But the Chiefs don't—they don't possess that high-end skilled talent they used to have.
2: There's no Tyreek Hill. No, there's not on this team anymore. But that's that's more of a testament to how good Patrick Mahomes is. And but but line. other other than you know, other than Travis Kelsey. You know uh,
1: who who is going to have to step up on this because I don't think it's Mahomes to Travis Kelsey all day.
2: Well it can just won't it, happen. It can't be and it won't be because uh we'll we'll make sure we have what we need defensively put in place to make sure I mean Kelsey's gonna get some of his catches. He's he's that good of a player, but he's not going to beat The the Eagles are not going to allow him to beat them. Patrick Mahomes threw for over 300 yards uh, and a touchdown against a good defense in the Cincinnati Bengals, and he was missing three of his starting wide receivers. Right. So he's he's a kind of a Tom. I look at him as kind of a Tom Brady, kind of a quarterback or kind of a teammate because he makes the players around him even better. Well, let's, we have to put pressure on Patrick. Let's let's counter
1: that, however, with what we're talking about in that last matchup. The Eagles have the best cornerback tandem in the NFL in Darius Slay and James Bradbury. Allowing a league low uh-huh. 179.8 passing yards per game. Right. Edge Eagles,
2: baby. Def, again, you heard the statistic that I gave you earlier with defense. But what I like about uh, Cannon and his defense is that he doesn't blitz a whole lot. He does blitz, but he doesn't blitz a whole lot. He doesn't need to, right? He doesn't need to, and he doesn't need to or he shouldn't against Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes is, I think he's in the top five in quarterbacks versus the blitz, but he's thrown more touchdowns than any other quarterback in the league this year versus the blitz. There's a big difference, all right? When you blitz, you're leaving somebody out there on the the island by himself. You leave yourself open. I think the Eagles are going to do do this without the blitz. You're good to go. And they're going to do it today without the blitz. That front four. And we appreciate the 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 49ers fans that just walked by us. You couldn't resist that, could you? Damn right, I couldn't
1: resist that. (laughs) Let's get to the next matchup: Chiefs run offense versus
2: Eagles run defense. You know, I'm I'm, and and we say every week. That the Eagles don't necessarily do a good job against the run, but man, when we were playing the Tennessee Titans, we were we were concerned about Hunt Henry and our front. Well, that that's a different.
1: Be careful on that comparison, brother. I'm just because because uh, you had an absolute terrible quarterback. I understand. For the Titans, you could throw but that quarterback. You could throw, You could throw eight men in the box and just let Bradbury and Slade cover anybody. And but that quarterback was terrible
2: against other teams too. And Derrick Henry still got his yardage. We shut Derek down after that game, and I know they were one dimensional. The Titans after that game, I'm not concerned because the Eagles do just enough to control the run. That the run. Does yeah, not but you don't have that. More. You don't have that luxury with Mahomes. As far as what they they, they throw the ball. Kansas City throws the ball more than they run the ball. Well, that's because Andy Reid is a (laughs) pass-hole. Andy does get pass-happy. Andy is is a pass holder. And and Pacheco, you know, they got McKinnon and Pacheco. Pacheco runs. He's a dangerous guy. He runs with an attitude. He runs like he's got a problem. Yes, so we definitely are going to have to step our game up uh, and, and control that running game for sure. But I don't think the running game is what's going to... Hurt or beat the Eagles today. If the Eagles somehow, someway lose the game, it will be because of the arm of Patrick Mahomes, not because of the legs of McKinnon or Pacheco on the field. We've got control of the running game, and I'm not concerned about that. We need to control and put pressure on Mahomes. Sorry, uh, Mom,
1: yeah, yeah, no, uh, good stuff. It's no secret Andy Reid is past happy, <laughs> pass-, <laughs> pass on. What'd you call it? Pass A uh, pass hold. Uh, The Chiefs this season were twenty fourth in the league in rushing attempts. Right. With just twenty four point five per game, and that's a big reason they were twentieth in the NFL in rushing offense. Right. Averaging only one hundred and fifteen point nine yards per game, they thanks don't... to the emergence of rookie Pacheco. Pacheco, yeah. All right. And 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 Derek McKinnon. Chiefs regular season rushing average of four point seven yards per attempt was
2: actually pretty good. Yeah, but they don't run the ball. Just don't they, run the ball. They don't run the ball. The only time they really run the ball, uh, you know, consistently, is when they're ahead later on in the game and they're trying to run the clock out. T.J. Edwards
1: finds the ball in the ground game is evident by his th- team leading 159 tackles. Yeah, he's great. He's great against the run. He, he's subject against the pass. The of Eagles defensive line is more renowned for its pass rush ability, and then. Uh, and there was concern over its effectiveness against the run this is per the new york post by the way that's why endowment sue and linval joseph were signed during the season adding two veteran experienced
2: run stoppers to the middle of the defensive front i give the edge to the eagles again the same statistic that i gave you earlier i mean the key to the game today for the eagles is the defensive front line putting pressure on Mahomes. if you remember a couple of years ago when Mahomes was playing in the super bowl versus the tampa bay buccaneers the tampa bay buccaneers put him on his behind. They jacked Mahomes up and they literally frustrated him and took him out of his game and he became what some would say a normal quarterback. We have to do that. The Eagles have to do that today. I'm very confident that that's what they'll do. Hassan Reddick has been, you know, he's been playing like his hair is on fire. This guy is extremely difficult to block. It'll be interesting to watch and see if Andy Reid, you know, puts a back over there on Wiley at the ta- uh, the right tackle, has a back come over and help and chip uh, Hassan Reddick to keep him from getting into the backfield. Real thanks. Eagles pass offense uh, offense versus Chiefs pass defense. I'm not worried about I I well the pass defense for the Chiefs they got two rookie cor- uh, corners they're rookies I'm I know, know they. Played and they've gotten better uh, as the year has uh, gone on, but they're rookies. Yo, I'm hungry. If I'm a wide receiver, if I'm AJ Brown, if I'm Devontae Smith, and I got a rookie in the Super Bowl across from me, listen, throw me the ball. I'm gonna eat this young cat up. That's gonna be a key today. But again, what starts it all is the RPOs. Kansas City is ranked 19th. In the league versus RPOs, and we have the best RPO, RPO in runner the in the league right now. They have seen it before, but they haven't seen it the way Jalen Hurts runs these RPOs. Remember when it was uncertain whether Hurts would develop into a big-time passer? Yeah, I remember that. Now, what do you say? How you like me now? Yeah, that concern sure came and went pretty quick, didn't yes. it? Well, it took a, it took a minute, but uh, he proved everybody wrong. His pocket, sure. his
1: pocket awareness. <clears throat> excuse me, his pocket awareness continues to grow his deep ball is usually pretty accurate at this point he was he was off
2: a little bit against the 49ers but i think that was just more rust than anything else.
1: and remember cornerback Lajarius sneed left the afc title game with a concussion he's cleared protocol this week big relief for the chiefs he mostly lines up in the slot as a vital part of their secondary but uh, which you know gives snaps to three rookies Trent mcduffie jalen watson and josh williams like you just said right uh, there's a great deal of inexperience going up against A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Quez Watkins. Both became the first pair of receivers to surpass 1,000 receiving yards for the Eagles in the same season. Uh-huh. Brown acquired in a, uh, 1,496 yards this season. That's huge. That's enormous. huge. Enormous. He's a man-child. He, <laughs> he is. He's enormous. Totally a man-child.
2: i I give this edge once again to the eagles i'm i'm going to make a prediction uh with all of the stats that you that you just rattled off and uh all of the the prowess of this eagle team i'm going to make a prediction i believe pain that well not pain but i believe shane steichen and, and nick sirianni they want to bust this thing open early early and i believe you know if you watch some of the games in the past, they'll throw a couple of slants, they'll throw a couple of outs, and then before you know it, they're throwing the ball downfield to A.J. Brown or to Devontae Smith. And that's what's going to happen in this first drive. There's going to be a couple of short passes, and then the ball's going to go downfield, and they're going to continue to do that uh, because that's, that's where the Chiefs are vulnerable. Eagles run offense versus Chiefs run
1: defense. Miles Sanders has done it all year long. What happens when you take a strong but not elite stable of running backs and one of the NFL's
2: top running quarterbacks and stick them behind the league's best offensive line? Right, and 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 the only monster or the only beast that they have on the defensive line for the Chiefs is Chris Brown in the middle. So Kelsey is going to be challenged, and Chris Chris Brown, what he and does Kelsey has not given up exactly a sack this entire season, and Kel- Chris Brown's, Chris Brown is a big guy. He's huge. and what I like his music, too. Yeah. <laughs> and what he usually does, he gets most of his sacks in the fourth quarter because he wears his opponent down. But I, you know, ah, we know, we know Kelsey is very savvy. Kelsey has seen it all. Kelsey will handle Chris Brown very well. I'm not worried about this running game for the Eagles, regardless of what the Chiefs have done versus running backs and other teams in their running games. Because again, we have the RPO, we have Jalen Hurts, and that opens it up. Miles Sanders ought to be buying Jalen Hurts dinner. For the rest of his life before we
1: we we, before we don't put miles sanders in the elite running back category one of three running backs this season with 1200 rushing yards 11 rushing touchdowns
2: and a rushing average of 4.5 yards or better he's been running this he's he's been phenomenal and what's most impressive is that he stayed healthy he's played in every game um, we all know that it's his, you know, it's his contract year and he's trying to, you know, improve himself so he can get a big contract and probably somewhere else. But that's, I mean, he's done well for the Eagles this year and he's done well for himself. And he's going to do well for himself in this game. Nothing's going to change. He's going to run the ball. He's going to run it effective. And when he's not in, Gamewell will come in and do his thing. He'll bust Two out. ripped off 112 yeah. yards against the Giants. Yeah, and when he's not in, Boston Scott's going to come in and clean up.
1: It's... Uh, it's that that segues us into our last topic before we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here? Yeah, we do. We could stay hey, it's almost game time, baby. Three hours to is game it, time. Is
2: it oh my goodness.
1: Um I gotta take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> uh Boston Scott. Might be the guy that's changed the Eagles special teams. Oh yeah. Uh, at yeah. least from a kickoff standpoint,
2: kickoff, definitely.
1: Yeah, Brayden Covey's been getting better every week. Boston Scott, I am looking. You know what? That's what I happens. am looking for: a
2: Boston Scott touchdown return on a kickoff today. You know, running backs seem to have a knack for returning kickoffs. They know how to
1: you, find you, the you, hole, you,
2: right? You, you, you heard the highlights the you played earlier. You diva US. receivers just go down pretty quick. You know that. Stop including me with everybody else. Don't lump some. Don't put me in the back of the truck with the rest of the soldiers. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm one of those four-star generals. I eat at the table. I live in a mansion. I drive. I get chauffeur driven. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Boston Scott has upgraded the special teams for the pay, um, say Patriots, for the uh, Eagles, and, yeah, he could be one who would make a difference in the game today. But All right. It's going to be defense. Trust me. It's going to be defense. Defense. That's going to make a difference.
1: Everybody, we're about to get back to the music here. It's our time. Our hour is up. I'm going to take a nap. I need a nap. Real quick,
2: Irving Fryer. (laughs) I need a nap. Prediction for the game. Eagles are going to win, but it's going to be because of defense. It's going to be a defensive turnover. Maybe even a defensive turnover score. A pick six. Six dollars.
1: No change. change.
2: Everybody... I just think
1: uh, it's going to be a great game. Eagles are the best team in the league. Yep. All around, the only only if team they if they play like it today, they win. The only team that can beat the Eagles is the Eagles. <laughs> exactly. Everybody, Echelon Health and Fitness, located in Voorhees, New Jersey, voted best gym in South Jersey five years in a row. Membership starting at eight ninety nine per month. Family and locally owned indoor track, newest uh, newest cardio and strength training equipment, three studios, indoor pool, whirlpool and a dry sauna. Over 100 group fitness and Thrive personal training sessions per week, MBSC Thrive personal training considered the best group training in the country and is exclusively offered in South Jersey at Echelon Health and Fitness. Member perks! Echelon members save at over 800 local businesses simply for being an active member. Members save while helping to support local businesses. Coming to Audubon, New Jersey, early 2023. Call 856-454-2976. That's 856-454-2976 for a free 30-day all-access pass. Or go to echelonhf.com. That's echelonhfhealthfitness.com. On behalf of myself, Quimby, the Reverend, the Doctor, Mr. Irving Fryer, Man,
2: it's been a great freaking four days. <laughs> it's been cap- a great season. Let's cap this thing off. We come out here to get it and go back with it. That's what we're gonna do. On behalf
1: of Mike Diaz, on behalf of Chris Sack, on behalf of John Jansen in studio, on behalf of Slash, on behalf of Super Sam, on behalf of Governor Shapiro, on behalf of Barrett Brooks, on behalf of B. West, everybody that's been here, everybody that's made this incredible... Jeff Moore, president of iHeart in Philadelphia. Sean Brace, program director and host of The Daily Ticket from 3 to 6 p.m. on Fox Sports The Gambler every week. You guys, it's been a hell of a run. We're looking forward to a little downtime. I'm going to take a nap. But not till about 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. I'm going to take a nap. After the party is finally over. <laughs> Everybody, we thank you. Can we get one more? Hey! Dancing, take it away. Music, back on downstairs, everybody.